Hello, and welcome to the Empowered Wisdom Hour. My name is Molly McCartney. I'm your host. And for those who don't know me, I'm a spiritual life coach and energetic therapist based in Orlando, Florida. My mission is to help empower your wisdom and spiritual gifts so you can find peace no matter what you are dealing with. I do this through private sessions in person and by phone and Zoom all around the world. You can check out my website at mollymccartney.com or follow me on Instagram at Empower Your Wisdom and Facebook Molly McCartney to learn more. So it is Wednesday, May 20th, 2020. And uh, welcome Brandy. Brandy's in the chat saying, here we go again. Something I'm always excited about, your podcast. Thank you, Brandy. I, I'm so happy you're excited. I'm excited too. Um, so yeah, it's uh, May 20th, 2020. And today's theme is being the peace, wisdom, and love you wish to see. Um, we live in a world ripe with chaos, and that can be hard for those of us who are spiritually sensitive. You know, if you're gifted or otherwise devoted to inner balance, we're, you know, basically swimming in an ocean that's always devoted to making waves around us. So, you know, but what if that's why we're here? Because we're sensitive, because we, we know how to find the quiet in that space. And it's for other people, not just for us. If we find that space and we know how to share it in a way that's useful, or even just be be in the world with that example that actually shifts the world for for better and it and it's the way that you serve no matter how you do it so i'm going to tell a story today about that and um if you're ready to live with more peace wisdom and love in your world um this this show is for you and the story should help you find that so i'm going to turn off my music here and get into it. So this is our eighth episode, I believe. I, I couldn't believe it when I when I looked at um, how many we've done. I believe it's our eighth episode in a series of live streams dedicated to lending a spiritual perspective during the global COVID-19 pandemic. So as always, I hope this is helpful in you finding a supportive perspective in a time of fear and chaotic energy. So, and, and I say this knowing that your personal life might not be that chaotic. It might be, but it might not be. But you know, we're all subject to the the media reality. So, you know, there's this kind of overlay on top of things that wasn't there for us, you know, 200 years ago or less than 200 years ago. You know, TV came up and maybe newspapers were, were that for us, you know, before that. But there's this kind of story about reality that goes on alongside our current reality. And, and the media and technology has created this world where a, a lot of us kind of define what reality is and what we're, you know, what we're dealing with at, at any given time by that. But of course, then you have the levels of your personal life, which are very different for everybody. But, um, you know, I thought this live stream series would be great to talk about that collective world that we're all sharing and, and the challenges some of us are facing, some of us aren't. Every day is a little bit different. But, um, you know, as usual, after I share a few thoughts today, I'll open the lines for calls. If at any time you have a thought, you can enter it in the chat. If you're in the chat room, um, that seems to work well for people. I know not everybody wants to be heard on the air. They don't like their voice or whatever. I know I used to be nervous about it myself. So I get it. Um, you can uh, call when when uh, I open up those lines. And in the meantime, just enter your thought or question or your request for a reading into the chat. And, and once we get to that point, I will, I will go back and take a look. So um, uh, Spirit guided me to write a little story today and to share a little story. And it's kind of a Zen story, um, but not really because it's more modern than that. And it has more to do with intuition and wisdom than it does with sort of, you know, the, 
the Zen stories that you would hear uh, coming out of Zen Buddhism or, or whatever, but it reminded me of that when I started to hear it. So um, it's more, call it Zen intuition, Zen tuition. How about that? We'll make up a word. Um, <laughs> so uh, I'll share the story with you and then I'm going to share with you why I'm sharing it. Okay. So there was once a little girl who saw only beauty in the world. She had an amazing imagination and played for hours in a spiritual yet imaginative space, talking to spirits and listening to their answers in the wind. Nature was a refuge, and those that she loved were her safe space. She was well provided for, and she loved her family, until one day things began to change. This little girl's family left home to move to a new part of town that she had never seen before. Everything was new, and she missed her favorite trees in the backyard. And on top of everything else, she started school where a lot of kids poked fun at her oddness, which made her very sad. Not long after her family moved into their new home, the little girl's father died very suddenly. Everyone said he was very young and it didn't make any sense. The adults around her began to fall apart so sad themselves that they did not know how to help the little girl find her spark again. She got very quiet at that time and learned to live with the sadness that had taken over her life. It changed her, even though she didn't know it at the time, and she started to expect the worst in most situations. She stopped talking to the trees, she stopped listening to spirit, and she started to get through life the best way that she could. For years, she survived through being bullied, sad, and unable to fit into the ordinary world around her. There were good years and there were bad years, but for the most part, the girl decided it was best she find shelter in between everything else that was happening. At home by herself, she still talked to the wind and water and started finding that again and got lost in fantastic stories most of all. By the time she reached high school, she began to get angry. And why was life so very unfair? Why didn't anyone at school or church understand her or even try? Friends had betrayed and confused her and boys had disappointed her. And being a teenager, she was hard pressed to find an adult she could really relate to. So she kept going inward, except this time it was into the shadows. She wanted to change the world. It seemed such a despicable place. Countries were constantly at war. People were constantly stabbing each other in the back. People were sad and numb, and she felt somewhere outside of it all, and yet somewhere right in the middle at the same time. Trying to do the right thing, she went on to college and dealt with her anger and sadness in many unhealthy ways, straying from her spiritual connection with nature and getting unhealthier by the year. One day she heard a guide say to her, you must take a different road. This misery is not your destiny. She wanted to check out, to leave a planet that was difficult for her to understand. And when she finally felt strong enough, she started doing the work of calling her soul back home. She started to explore her subconscious to see what beliefs had made it so difficult to stay healthy. She worked on forgiveness for all the pain she had experienced. She learned to talk to spirit again and listen to what they said in return, really listen. She learned to connect with others to the power of intuition and presence. And when she finally emerged from her pain, she found a new love for life, even though the world was still the same around her. One day, her self in her during her self-development immersion, she walked down to uh, down a familiar street she often walked on, and she started to smile, and then she started to giggle, which was followed by a full-blown laugh. People are going to think I'm crazy laughing for no reason, she thought, but at this point, she really didn't care, because this had been the state of being she'd long dreamt of. 
to simply feel the bliss of living for no particular reason at all. She was not simply responding to the field around her anymore. She was giving to it and creating something new within it. In that moment, she prayed to learn how to turn her many bad days into good ones, to train herself to find this little happy place whenever she lost it. She realized the only way to help others is to first be an example of what was possible when they really wanted to find their way out of the same darkness she once knew. And second, do her best to show them how to get there, if that's what they asked for. She went on to be a spiritual helper, assisting many people to switch their ordinary perspective of overthinking and fear into one of faith and intuitive trust, whether they sat down with her professionally or she simply passed them on the road of life. And to this day, she talks more than ever with spirit, listens ever so closely to the wind and the water, keeps her body and mind grounded to the earth, and knows that she doesn't have it all figured out yet. During the COVID break, I've been listening to Eckhart Tolle's Becoming a Teacher of Presence. And this quote that I'm going to share next hit me in the deepest way. Wisdom is not judgment. Wisdom is the relinquishing of judgment. So as with the girl in the story, when we commit to stop judging the world around us and the field around us and responding to it all the time, and when we stop kind of going into our darkness constantly to look for who's to blame for things and we do the work of healing, you know, as much as we possibly can, nobody's perfect, but that's when you find the happy place. That's when you find that moment on the walk where you start smiling and then you start giggling and then you start laughing because you realize there's nothing you can do about it anyway. And why not bring a smile and a, and a positive energy to a space and an authentic one? Not, you know, this isn't, I'm not talking about going up to people who are unhappy or going to the world and smacking them and saying, you should think more positively, <laughs> smile. <laughs> you know, that's not going to work. The people aren't going to take that. But the way you do it, the way you bring more peace, wisdom, and love to the world is by finding it for yourself and then living in it in any way you can. And usually it's very, very, very simple. You know, um, the little girl in the story, the woman in the story, the wind, the water, the trees. I will admit, many of you probably already guessed, that is my story, you know, a very simplified version of my story. And since you know me, since you're listening, my hope is that, you know, that story is supportive of your story. So I want to invite you to think about your story from when you were a little girl until this point, your spiritual story your wisdom story. And that's a good story for it. It's not a Zen story. It's a wisdom story. So, you know, it's really, really key to realize that you become the peace, wisdom, and love you wish to see by remembering yourself as a being made of the peace, love, and wisdom. As children, before things start crashing around us, and of course, there are some people where things start crashing before you even remember anything, and that's a whole nother, you know, line of line of thinking there and, and the way you would do your work. But if you can recall a space in your childhood, when all was well, when you were connected to the universe, when you were connected to your creativity, you know, if you can just remember a few key moments and what the conditions were, it's really amazing how it's accessible to you now, because it lives within you. It is part of your DNA. You know, we pop into the world with DNA, but then we start to add to the programming, shift the programming as we grow. 
So even if things are difficult now, or if you see things are difficult for people around you and you're like, I don't know how to help, or you get frustrated because you've done a lot of work on yourself and this world around you is very frustrating. The key is just stay the course, do what you're doing, keep putting out the good vibes, keep working on your wisdom. And always remember, we never have it figured out because the minute you think you've got it figured out, as Eckhart Tolle would tell us, you know, you're, you're in judgment, you're in thought and judgment, which is not wisdom. Wisdom is found in presence. Wisdom is found in that creative source within you. So remember that. And, and so, you know, this kind of started the way I create the shows is, you know, I'll have thoughts about it throughout the week, or I'll feel I'll have a dream or I'll have a, you know, a, a guide, a guidance to do a channeling, um, you know, this story, uh, sharing this wisdom story with you of, of my life, as simple as it is, there's a lot more to it. But you know, that's the simple version um, was like, yeah, let's look at that. And so that's where it came up. But then I thought, well, what does that have to do with what's happening with the pandemic? You know, what does that happen? What does that have to do with you know, people who are struggling in the workplace or in their families or with relationships? And the key is no matter what you're dealing with now, um, these are the tips I want to share. And, and I, you know, the reason I shared the story, why I'd love for you to write your own you know, sit down for an hour and kind of see where you are right now in your journey and and write where you want to go next. You know, if you're in a place of despair or if you're in a place, a really good place, but you don't know what to do with it and you're feeling that spiritual urgency to do something, then, you know, write, write it in. You know, what's what does that look like for you? Do you want to be a frequency holder that walks around and just oozes the peace, love and wisdom to everyone you meet and just has does it through conversation? You want to do it professionally? Do you want to do it in, in your workplace, even if that's not what your workplace is, you know, spiritual coaching and, and guidance, creative solution guidance, you know, just let the flow come through you and let you know what you're, you're wired to do, and what your path is showing you because the path as you keep stepping forward, it will continue to open up and and show itself to you. So, so you know, key number one: thoughts are just judgments. Putting things into categories get, will give you a false sense of security, and we're seeing that a lot now with the openings of the states, the openings of the world during the COVID nineteen pandemic. There's a lot of opinions. You know, there's a quote about opinions I could say, um, <laughs> you know, everyone's got one. I'll just put it that way. So we all have opinions and there is, you know, science is doing its best to, to do the right thing. Um, you know, I think in some ways the government's doing its best. There's We're in this very strange, unique situation for our current uh, generation. You know, it's unprecedented. So to me, everything that is happening, I, I take it with that grain of salt we're in unprecedented times. We're we're just figuring this out. And, and it's probably because we're going to have more of these types of things happen. And the way what we learn now will help us in the future. And so while while we're down for the count, I certainly am watching carefully. And I'm also certain, uh, certainly careful to watch my own judgments about what should be done, what to do, um, I know myself, and I and I would guide anybody to do this. I've been struggling with whether to open my office or not, you know, and bring people in privately, you know, face to face. I know people are missing that. I'm missing that, and I had to do my reading today for myself and go into the intuition about it. And it's not time yet. 
and and it's not out of fear and it's not out of um, any kind of judgment of anyone else. It's simply like, I'll know when it's time. And so that's what I'm what I'm going with and making sure I'm available in other ways. So again, it's it's really important to be adaptable to change. That's that's another uh, form of presence to say, oh, you know, this thing is changing in front of me instead of falling apart about it. And believe me, I struggle with change as a Cancerian. And the story I just read, I have a lot of history with change trauma, but I just know it for what it is. Okay, I'm feeling unsteady today. I'm feeling uncertain today because we're going through this change. And what am I going to do? I'm going to be with it. I'm not going to change, try to change the negative feeling. I'm going to be with it, express it how it needs to be expressed. And then I'm going to take care of myself and, and do, do something that nurtures my spirit. So I will be going to the water sometime this week. Yes, <laughs> getting outside and going to the water. Um, so, so the other thing to remember is fears are here to keep you on high alert. So if anyone out there struggling with fears, I notice a lot of my clients don't. Um, and I think by the time you go into spiritual coaching or the time you're listening to a show called the Empowered Wisdom Hour, you're not really struggling with fear as much as just loving talking about wisdom, loving you know that supportive aspect of knowing that you, you do know what you know, you know, so I'm not too worried about the fearful, but if anybody downloads this later and is listening and you're in fear, uh, just know that it's there to keep you on alert, to keep your heart beating to keep your body going. It's natural. So there's nothing wrong with it, but you can also do things to, to, um, kind of soothe that. And so it's not overtaking all of your choices and all of your, yourself. And again, as I said last time for those fearful first things first, turn off the news you know, go in, look at the data, look at the numbers once a day, give yourself a time limit, but don't sit there and, and let and just let it come into you all the time. It's going to totally eclipse anything that you know to be true inside yourself. And the key is you just have to let the wisdom be louder. But the ironic thing is the wisdom is much quieter. So you have to find the quiet in order, in order to find the wisdom that, that will guide you forth in the right way for you. It's different for all of us. So, um, you know, what to think. Again, I, I think I covered that. You know, just make sure you're thinking your own thoughts as much as possible and know that that's all they are, just thoughts. When you go into your beliefs, if your beliefs are centered on presence and being in the present moment and hearing your intuition, whether you're using your intuitive tools or just tapping into that that deep feeling that just is right there. You know, we usually overthink it, but it's right immediately there. It's a yes or a no. You know, there's every choice is kind of a yes or a no choice. And if you can feel into that yes or no, yes, will feel very expansive. Like, yeah, that's right. That feels good. And no's like either usually like, I'm not sure. Let me research it some more. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. And, it, and the I'm not sureness isn't just a mental unsureness. It's an emotional unsureness. Like, I feel like I should know, but I don't know. So make sure if you're feeling that way to go back into your tools, into your meditation and, and think about what was my first response to that information or that choice was my very first response. And that's your, that's your intuitive response. So you got to trust it and know that things will fall into place. Um, uh, social media. I don't know how many out there are on social media a lot. I'm I'm on there because I you know I post for for my work and I have a personal page. I like to post my my adventures, my nature stuff. Um, so I go on there and scroll and I see the the multitude of of opinions and the multitude. I call it the information wars. 
that is out there, you know? So, you know, I almost, because I'm one that checks once a day to see what's really going on. I don't know where to look sometimes. So, um, you know, when it comes to arguing with people, even if it's in your head, you know, watch that. If that anger comes up and you're like, that's stupid. I can't believe they think that, or can't believe they're doing that fools or, you know, jerks, you know, you kind of get into that angry mode, that judgmental mode. All it's doing is, is poisoning you inside. You know, what do they say? Um, anger is just drinking poison, expecting the other person to die, you know, or holding a grudge or whatever, you know, that, that, that's a, that's a phrase that I've always remembered. I'm, I love the wisdom phrases and that's, that's a true one. So, so make sure that you're allowing other people to have their choices. Um, you know, they don't have to affect you directly. And yes, we are in a world where this, this thing could go on a lot longer, you know, if we don't do certain things, but some other issues are going to come up if we don't do other things. So it really is, you know, six of one, half a dozen of the other, as they say, you know, it's, it's, we're doing our best with what we've got to keep everything going. And um, as much as some of us would love the world to rebuild itself, you know, just everything to crumble down and rebuild. Um, it's really good to think about what, what we're asking for there. So ideally, it's going to be a, a renovation or a innovation, not a complete destruction and rebuild, because that's that would take many, many <laughs> generations, centuries, and it would be really messy and really, uh, really quite sad, honestly. So the key is hold the vision for things to go right in the right ways and gentle ways. That's the wisdom way. And to, to allow, to be in allowing and to know that you can create in your life what works for you, given the circumstances. We are in very different circumstances. So allow that and, and share the good news. That's, that's what I think it is. Good news. So, um, yeah. So if anyone has any thoughts, um, now's the time you can call in or, or put those thoughts in the chat. I see a couple of thoughts already. I'm going to go and take a look. And, uh, if nobody wants to call in, you're feeling like just listening tonight, which is fine. Um, I will do a group reading and we'll see what, um, what the cards have to say about what we're going through. And of course, after that, we'll do our meditation. So I'm going to take a real quick sip of water here. So Sonia in the chat says, everything intertwines in life. There is a purpose that is unknown that leads you where you are meant to be. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and I love that, that feeling when you trust it. And then like on the other side, you go, that's why I had to do it that way. Ooh, it's a good feeling. It's a really good feeling. Um, and not so great feeling is when you don't listen and then something goes the way you didn't want it to go usually for me, it's staying in a state that I don't want to be in too long. And it's like, okay, because I didn't listen to that little nudge and, or I didn't accept that opportunity or accept that change that came in, you know, now I'm still in the muck, you know, and I really went out of the muck. I don't like being in the muck. I like being in the clarity in the clear water. I like seeing everything for what it is and seeing the beauty in things without, you know, just the rose colored glasses. So Yep. Sonia said, yes, it is an amazing feeling. Um, and the fear of the unknown. Yes. The fear of the unknown. That's, that's really the only fear there is, is when we don't know, we haven't seen something before. We don't know the parameters mentally, then we're going to fear it because it's a big old shadow space. And, and, and as I shared before, um, you know, I've really challenged myself to a lot of new things in the last several years. 
And every time I come up on the new thing, I'm like, oh, I don't know about the new thing because that's just who I am. But my spiritual, my spiritual self and my spiritual path dictates that I go in, love that shadow and let light come in to look at it. And every time I do, I go, there's just there's nothing to be afraid of. What was I so afraid? And so I, I just, I love that. And, and yeah, thing, life will create itself around you um, in concert to what you put out there. So let's see here. Let me grab my cards and see what is going on this week for listeners of this podcast. So Sonia says, we have to take a leap of faith. The only missed opportunities in life are the chances we do not take. That is right. It's absolutely right. We just, you know, that's, that's the thing. And we, you know, some people choose also. So that's a good, um, a good point. And being the peace, love, and wisdom you wish to see in the chaotic world, that sometimes there are other peaceful, loving people who prefer to stay protected, you know, and they don't take opportunities. And you might go, oh, really, you know, you need to get out there in the world and help people. I've, I've heard of friends being criticized for their their professional choices because no you're supposed to go out and do this other thing um and it's like but they're doing what makes their soul happy and you know if that's what works for them then you have to respect that and you have to respect um that they're not on your path and there are people that live in that that safe bubble and they don't necessarily want to be a part of the change and yes it is sonia says it's an individual choice absolutely absolutely so what I'm asking here as I shuffle is for those who are listening and interesting in the, interested in the theme of this show about being the peace, wisdom, and love you wish to see in the world, we're going to look at what any obstacles are currently, um, how you can be shifting those obstacles and facing them. And hopefully you will hear a personal message just for you, even though I'm reading for the group dynamic it's kind of cool how that works. So let's see here. All right. Brandy has, has come in on the chat and saying she agrees. We might as well leap and take what's ours, claiming it. Whatever we feel is where we want to go and who we want to be. Pretty cool. Yep, it is, ladies. I love it. I love it. And it's just beautiful to discover it. I don't know about you, but I discover it over and over again. Like I said in the story, you know, the key part is knowing that we never really know. So then you keep going, oh, yeah, right. I forgot about that. <laughs> and um, and then also it's beautiful because, yeah, because we can help each other remember. That's the key. In a world that would rather, you know, well, I don't know if the world would rather, but, you know, we have that story that the world would rather you just be unhappy and, you know, just be ordinary and don't think like this, you know, I don't know that the whole world thinks that, but <laughs> that's one story we tell ourselves. But when we have a lot of light workers out there and a lot of um, energy healers and people who want to bring light to difficult spaces, we can lift each other up. And I think that's really beautiful. So right now where we're at, and this is kind of group, this grouping that we've created here of the light workers and the, the peace, love and wisdom people that want to help others with that and want to um, really expand that into their world and into the world at large. Um, we have the middle world card. So that means it's time to mind your boundaries. 
we are getting really bombarded by energy right now. And, and it is the chaos of thought. I've heard, I've heard of some really clear people that I know that are, are struggling with the information wars. And I was too for a little while. And I still, you know, going every day is a little different, right? So I, I have to go, all right, <laughs> I'm not going to read anymore. I'm not going to think anymore. I'm going to go in and see what is the, where's the yes. And I'm also going to be real careful not to let it permeate, you know, all this outside stuff permeate. And I don't know about you, but I can feel it. So I had a certain feeling. It's almost like feeling the air on my skin as an intuitive. So when the world first shut down, it felt clearer. It felt quiet. Like everyone kind of, you know, it's the first week or two. I was like, wow, you know, the chaos used to be out here. And now it's just everyone's just battening down the hatches and the air literally felt clearer. Then we came into week two or three. I started to feel a little different. Um, I settled in personally pretty well to it because I have a lot of creative things I like to do. And I'm still doing uh, a lot of my work during the day, um, my coaching work. Um, but then when things started to open back up, whether or not I had heard in, any news that day, you know, even driving around, I would just feel this disturbance in the force. You know, it's just a lot of stuff flying everywhere and a lot of things going on. So if you're like that and you can literally just feel it, like it'll affect your mood. Um, and you don't know why, you, you know, you, you had a, a, a good morning, everything's fine, but for some reason you feel agitated, you feel a little grumpy or whatever, um, or just off or tired. I came home yesterday feeling so tired because I had to run some errands. Um, and yeah, just trust that, that you're responding to the world outside. It's getting going again. And the key is to mind those energetic boundaries. Um, I, you know, on my website and my resources page, I have an energy clearing course. If you're interested in that, and you can always talk to me about uh, private mentoring uh, with that. But um, the thing here too, that's crossing our need to create these boundaries is completion, which is acceptance. You know, really at the end of the day, it's forgiveness and acceptance and saying, yep, this is how it is. We don't get a new world we get our new normal, we get a strange normal, which to me, it's always a little strange. <laughs> if you see in multiple dimensions, everything's always a little bit strange. But this is just a new level of strange. So really just getting complete with that and accepting it is going to be very key in our well being going forward. And saying and knowing, again, those wisdom holders out there listening, this is why you came here. You came here to be that calm, in the storm. And without the calm in the storm, can you imagine a world where, where folks like us aren't in it? And I'm just, I'm just saying, I, I don't even know if I'd categorize folks like us, if that energy, if that energy wasn't in the world anywhere, let's put it that way, because we separate ourselves from others when, when we say something like that. And I, I want to retract that because it's not that I'm di any different from my neighbor. It's just that I'm, I'm channeling a different energy. If they're stressed and I'm not, um, or vice versa, we're just channeling a different energy. So the fact that you can is not something that should make you judge others. It's something that is hopefully creating change and creating a peaceful space for them to land and resonate with. You know, when they resonate with the peace, they're less likely to go back into the chaos. So Brandy has entered in the chat. I love reminding others that they are a light in this world. I have, I've had awesome feedback from friends this week, reminding them of this. Yay. And uh, there seems to be so much static that I have to keep uh, from letting it permeate your bubble, her bubble. Yep. Lots of static. 
That's exactly what I would call it too. It just feels like a buzzy weirdness and um, you're feeling it. You're feeling the confusion caused by everything. It's not even just caused by the media. It's just it, everything that's happening. Uh, some people believe it's a hoax. Some people are terrified. Some people are very critical of everybody else. And the key is it's like with all those emotions flying around, especially if you're an emotional intuitive or an empath, poof, it can be quite a ride. So, um, you know, for us, it is better to stay inside or stay, stay sort of, you know, away from all of that if possible. And if you've got to be in it, just do your best to visualize that bubble and visualize the blending and the clearing of that bubble. And we're going to do a meditation exactly about that at the end. So um, we're coming out of um, the Earth Keeper, which is about finding a purpose on the planet and uh, changing our story about that. And I think this refers to kind of the last several years or even, um, you know, around 2012, um, give or take a couple of years, a lot of light workers out there, a lot of wisdom holders began to really awaken very quickly. Um, I always say I was, you know, I'm, I'm in my forties now. I started as a teenager. I was kind of an early bloomer, but I took a really long time to sort of get to a place where I felt like I understood consciousness, where I was in awareness um, and understood that I'm always going to be in between both of them. You know, I got, you know, went through all my phases and it took a long time, but you had people between, um, you know, 2010, 2015 that were just boom, 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 like just awakening to that and like having ahas and, um, and it was very fast. So, so in ways you started to change that story of your life, similar to what, what I shared with you earlier in my story, but it went very fast. So if you feel like one of those, Here's, here's your message. You're coming into intention and learning how to use the power of intention to really direct your energy. And for you, it isn't just about your life. Um, if you're, if you're anything like me, you have a humanitarian, um, archetype and you really want to help people with your, with your gifts. So it's, you know, on one, one, uh, side, you want a happy life. You want to enjoy what you're doing. You want to create and manage your intentions within your own personal life, but you also have intentions to help the planet. And that's awesome. So the key is to keep in mind what those are and to know, especially with your, the ways that you will be of help and the ways you're going to be on purpose in, in on the earth usually are assigned to you. It'll feel like an assignment or a calling. So if you're not sure about what that is yet, it's coming, it's on its way. It's forming through everything you're going through. Um, and, and really the, the path and, and the, the cycles that come and go with it never end. You know, we're always being honed. Like, like it's almost, I'm getting a vision of like a pottery on a wheel, you know, and spirit and life is always kind of shaping us and smoothing us out. And sometimes life comes in and destroys us a little bit and we got to get shaped and smoothed out a little bit. Um, but we're always being formed. The vessel to hold that energy is being formed. So I get the the luminous warrior card with that um, that space that we're coming into, and that's the light worker. So you're going to have opportunities to share your light and to share your wisdom um, as a result of everything going on. And I feel that the world needs it more than ever. And um, people are hungry and thirsty for these kinds of conversations because they're so overwhelmed with the media. I liken it to like the everyday uh, person or the person right on the edge of, of really going into consciousness study or spiritual study is so overwhelmed. It's like, like a sensitive would be overwhelmed normally, 
but they're so just deluged with it right now. They're just, when you start talking in wisdom terms, they go, it's so refreshing because that's what their soul really craves. That's what all of our souls really crave. As I mentioned earlier, the bliss, the joy that's available right where you are when you shut the heck up, (laughs) you know, and you're just being, and, and you're showing that, that sense of, of light with, with kind of your energy and just who you are. So um, again, nothing to brag about, but we got to talk about it. You know, that's why I'm, I started this show because a lot of you out there are very humble, you know, and, and you don't want to talk about it. You don't want to toot your own horn, but the key is you are, you are, being someone that shifts things, even if you're not the loudest voice in the room. And I think that's important to know, because if you forget that, that's when you go back into the despair a little bit. That's when you start drowning in the chaos. So always remember that your energy is important. And everyone, I think there's another quote, I'm full of quotes today. Um, but the, 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 the quote is, you know, people will forget what you said and what you did, but they always remember how you made them feel. And I forget who said that, but that's really key when you're doing light work in the world to know that that's what's important. So don't criticize yourself for the details. Just be, you know, the way you are is what people remember and you can't fake that. (laughs) So, you know, that's why it's good to just keep doing your work. So we're, we're in the space of the rainmaker, which is learning to shift and change the way we do things and to see through the illusions of what's going on around us. Hallelujah. There's a lot of illusion going on. I want to say here that, um, you know, how you are, are being with life. A lot of people, I'm getting this vision of the cocoon still, or at least the bubble, um, that it's okay if you're not ready to emerge and you're not super clear yet. The clarity is coming and just allow it to be a process. Um, As things get filtered through your system, whether it's just the energy around you or the information wars going on the, you know, the internet and the TV, um, you know, the illusions will come very, very clear. And the key is we may never know specific things about the collective reality, but your life and your, your field of, um, of your field of influence will become much more clear as life goes on. And, and I feel that into summer and into the late summer is, is, you know, even if things get back to normal ish in the world, your clarity is going to take a little bit of time. So, so trust what comes in the meantime, take really good care of yourself and take everything with that grain of salt. And the thing I wanted to say is um, with lots of different information going on out there, there's always some thought, some judgment or some ego involved in putting it out there. And you have the small bit that's really wanting to help and make things better. And you can sense that when you see it, it's usually not charged with a lot of emotion. Um, It's just data. Um, Usually you see an individual standing up for that kind of thing. Um, But you have a lot of things coming in emotionally from this way and that way, whether it's internally or what you're watching. And just notice that if it's supersonic charged emotionally, there's usually some kind of ego behind it. And that's a good way to know what to listen to and what not. Um, go with that feeling right away. So the obstacle here is the holy mountain, which is about finding perspective. Um, so it is one step at a time. We do feel a lot of us that we've been halted. So those of you that have lost jobs or um, school was was delayed or your businesses may be um, struggling a little bit, 
um, keep, keep in mind this is one step in a long journey. And I often tell um, my partner, you know, sometimes like, well, I might have to do some new things, which I am doing some new art things, but I'm, I'm willing to shift and change with what my life needs, but I will never stop doing my work that I do. You know, I'll do it part time. Um, I really don't feel like that's going to be an issue, but I'm willing to open up and look at the worst case scenario. And the key is if you're scared, if you're worried about where things are going for you, be okay with the worst case scenario. I think my hypnosis teacher, uh, give a shout out to Diane Ross here in Orlando, Florida, uh, Winter Park, I think. Um, she, she taught me that. She taught us that in class that if you're really scared of doing something, picture your worst fear and then just imagine it happening and who you would be if that worst thing happened. And for her, it was, it was kind of changing her life in a drastic way. And her fear was she was going to be a bag lady. And she said, well, when I went into that vision, I was the best darn bag lady you could ever imagine. I knew where all the cool spots were. I had the best cart. I was, you know, the best sleeping spot. And so you, you put into that, like, yeah, I will adapt and I'm going to do it really well. And that eliminates, or at least really waters down the fear that you might be feeling. So you can do what's right in front of you. Um, and the key here too is to let your light shine, even if you're uncertain or even if your road is a little rocky. So let your light shine, trust, be in your intuition. Um, hold on to that when other people are bailing on it because people will. There, there's going to be a shift in even this kind of spiritual world. You have, you know, people that are going more into conspiracy theory and more into the, the fear-based thinking. Um, you have people that are um, we're being challenged to go back to the times when, I don't know if any of you remember when people were posting Rumi quotes all over the internet. I miss those times. <laughs> it was like Rumi quotes and then there was an election and now it's just been chaos ever since. So, you know, really, and if you don't know who Rumi is, um, he's he's a mystic from the 13th century, an amazing poet. Look him up, you'll love it. Um, but, you know, there there's there was a time where we were entering into that. And now uh, a lot of thought has come in and really challenged the peace and the wisdom talk. So, yep, Sonia says she's seen that. So keep your light shining. Keep sharing your quotes. Keep talking to your friends, helping them see a different side of things and being that light. Um, that's going to be maybe an obstacle or maybe just your task right now. Um, your hopes and fears are your higher self. Of course, that's the hope, bringing your higher self and your higher wisdom down to the planet. And also the fear is that you may not be strong enough to affect the flow. And I'm familiar with this feeling, although I have not felt it this time. And maybe because, I, I, again, I've been at it a little bit, I, I felt it so often when I was younger, the spiritual urgency to help and be of service in the world and be a light. And then awful things would happen. And I'm like, well, what's the point? You know, I would, I have a cynical side. So I'd be like, what's the freaking point? You know, I do all this, this work and I'm trying to be different and, you know, people aren't ready and da, da, da. But, you know, there are a lot of people that are, and they will find you. The right people will find you. You will resonate with the right people. And you, you do have power. And that's, I'm going to go back to what I said earlier, that if you, make sure that you know your self-work is important. And I think our next show is about how your inner work helps others. I think if not the next show, it's the one after that. Um, but it's about how your efforts to be a better, a better soul, not a better soul, a more luminous soul, a more um, kind of clarified soul 
and get all the, the human stuff out of the way, uh, the more you do that, you are you are serving and you are changing the flow because it's it's a it's a matter of harmony. And the more harmonic notes that are being played, the more chords that are being played in harmony than in dissonance will keep the balance. So whether or not this world ever goes into the clarity and light totally, again, I'm a realist. I think we come here to experience both. And the key is to find the balance and, and help others. Because when we're in balance, then then we're living, um, we're living in that joyful space. We have more access to the good stuff. I like to call it just the good stuff. You know what that is, all the good stuff. So, um, the beloved is what is to be done, and that is connect, connect, connect with your divine source. Very, very important. I just mentioned Rumi. He's a great poet to read for um, falling in love with your source. And that could be, you could call it God. You could call it universe. You could call it great spirit. You could call it um, any number of things. Goddess. Um, you know, it's we all have different belief systems. But to me, um, there is, you know, if you are spiritual, if you are on the path, if you have a sense of a higher power, to me, it's all the same higher power. You know, humans, we have different languages and different stories. So we have different ways of describing the same thing. Um, to me, that's my, I will stand by that belief for the rest of my lives. <laughs> Sonia agrees. Thank you, Sonia, in the chat. Um, so, so to me, it's not a question of, of what you call it or what you believe in or what religion it is. It's simply your, your personal relationship with that higher power. So now's the time to really cultivate that and, and gain a better connection and know that you're not alone. You are guided and you have plenty, plenty, plenty to stay well in your own life and you have plenty to give. And that's all relative. You know, some people are going to have more um, financial stability. Some people are going to have more um, peacefulness capital. Some people are going to have more positivity. You know, where, you know, other people are going to have, well, I still have my job, but they don't. You know, it's it's going to be different for everybody, but acknowledge what you do have. And that's one way that comparison can be helpful, I guess. <laughs> I don't know if that's totally true. It's just coming to me. But when you do look, not comparing yourself to others or, or other possible scenarios um, just to see who's better or who's worse or who's winning or who's not, um, really say, well, you know, this person's dealing with that struggle and I've got this struggle, but look at all that I I do have. Look at all the benefits that I do have and the gifts that I have. And uh, the key is to keep that mindset and more of that will come to you. And we have the sacrifice at the end of this reading, which is about letting go of what you hold most dear for now, so you can get more of it in return. The universe knows more than you do what you really need and what you what you really want as a soul. And sometimes it means letting go of things you think you want in order to receive the direct line. You know, it's like I like to think of it as um, you know, real simple example. Some people think, oh, if I won the lottery, I could buy all the things that would be so fun, it would make me happy. And that's, of course, it's a really cliche uh, <laughs> analogy. But, you know, then they, they win the lottery and everyone's coming in to grab their money and they, they spend it too fast and they, they're right back in the same problems that they had before. Really what they want is, is fun and happiness and a sense of power. And they don't want to feel powerless and they don't want to feel sad and they don't want to feel uh, bored anymore. There, there's a lot of reasons, a lot of negative emotion they want to solve. But the key is that money doesn't do it. You know, and that could be the same with a job, a relationship. Um, 
and even a spiritual path, you know, you may want to be, you know, I don't know, a guru or <laughs> an energy healer. And you, you're just, you're, you're a really great coach or counselor or, or, you know, uh, uh, someone that helps with people's physical health, or maybe you're a great parent. You know, there's, there's a lot of different um, things that we're assigned to do from the spiritual plane and things we decided to do. And we came in um, wanting to do. And when we let our soul lead, all of that feels right. And you go and say, that feels right. Even if my mind says, well, maybe I should want this other thing, or maybe that would be better. Like, you know, you don't need to go there because if it feels right, it is right. Um, so, and, and I've got the coyote card and I think I got this last week. I got it. I keep getting it for a lot of people actually. And it's about divine detours. So, and I got goosebumps when I just said that we're all on a divine detour right now and it's, it's collective and it's going to split off into many streams that is going to make sense eventually. Um, but right now run with it, fly with it, surf with it. Um, I love thinking about life and all its major changes as, as like the ocean and the ocean waves. And we did a meditation about that a couple of episodes ago, if you want to go back and listen to that. And it's just all about learning to surf, learning to swim, learning to explore it up and down and shallow and deep and, and be with it. And when we can be with it, that's where true soul power comes from. That's where the light comes from. Because you know you're eternal. And there's no reason to fear anything. There's no reason to overthink anything. And you can walk down the street, like the little girl in the story, and just laugh, you know? And, and maybe sometimes you cry because you need to get it out. But overall, you can go back to the, this is this place is crazy, but okay, I chose to come. What an interesting ride, you know? And it's good to substitute any uh, judgment words for that word interesting. I've started to do that. And I really, um, I've really enjoyed that. Because it takes it from good or bad or weird <laughs> or whatever to interesting. So anyway, language is very, very powerful. We'll talk about that in another show, how powerful your language is in shaping what you believe to be true and how your reality feels to you. So now we're at the 10-minute mark for this show, um, 10 minutes before we're done. And I'd like to take this moment and put my cards away if you hear my shuffling. Um, and again, I use the Mystical Shaman deck by Colette Baron reed Alberto Viodo, and Marcella Lobos. Uh, it is my favorite deck at this time. You can look it up. And uh, we're going to start with our meditation. If I can find it. All right, here we go. So... Anyone out there listening live or listening to the re uh, replay, just find yourself a quiet place to sit or to lie down. And I'm going to get my music started here. And to thank you for listening today. And now we've kind of talked on the left side of the brain. I want to shift it to the right and maybe into that gelatinous place in the middle where everything comes together. And as you find that comfortable spot to sit or lie down on your back, close your eyes and take a deep, deep breath.
Notice the sounds coming into your ears, the sound of my voice and the music, any other sounds around you in your environment, and breathe. Notice any sensations around you, the weight of your body and your seat on the floor and your bed or couch, the sensation of the air around you, and any internal sensations that come up at this time. Notice any visions coming from behind your eyes, through your third eye, in the dream state. And notice as colors start to form in your visions. As you breathe gently, begin to vision yourself as a ball of energy. What colors, sensations, or sounds do you see, feel, or hear as this ball of energy? Do you detect any brightness in your field or any darkness? Notice feelings that may arise about your being at this time. Is there any negative emotion, any anger or fear? Just allow it to be there, swirling with the other energies in your field. I start to notice that there are others around you, just people in the world, and they are all balls of energy as well. What colors do you see in their field? How do you feel about what you detect in the energy of others around you?
And now as you look up, you start to notice a stream of images flying across the sky above you. It's full of the news and the radio, social media pictures and videos, faces of others and words. Just a stream mixed with all of these different elements. Examine it now and notice how it's not a part of who you are. It's just a projection and you can let it pass just as it is. Now, notice any darkness, any thoughts, anger, or fears as they rise up out of your energy field to get swept away by the projection stream above. They too are not a part of you and you can let them go at any time. Now, focus again on your energy field. What does it look, feel, or sound like now? Notice a beautiful white and golden light approaching you from beyond the sky above. Be still now as you receive this energy into all aspects of your being. Something within you is healing now. And something within you is being released in the flow of this beautiful light. Begin to examine this beautiful ball of energy that you are. And if any part of it needs more attention or light, send it there now. Bring your focus back to your core, the center of your body, the seat of your personal power. It is the gateway between your heart and your creativity. Rest here now, feeling the gateway open to allow new feelings of peace wisdom and love to fill you up. Enjoy this feeling for a few moments, allowing any new messages to come to you.
feeling at peace now bring this wisdom with you as you follow the sound of my voice as I count from one to five feeling peace flowing through your spirit one ready to live with balance one moment at a time two certain that you are wise and loving no matter what three enjoying the love and peace that you can find right here right now regardless of everything else five when you're ready open your eyes and come back to your physical space that's it for today thank you so much for joining me for this episode of the empowered wisdom hour again this has been molly mccartney i'm a spiritual life coach and energetic therapist in orlando florida my mission is to help empower your wisdom and spiritual gifts so you can find peace no matter what you are dealing with i do this through private sessions in person and by phone or zoom all around the world you can check out my website at mollymccartney.com or follow me on instagram at empower your wisdom and facebook molly mccartney to learn more also if you enjoyed this show i invite you to become a patron with a monthly pledge of as little as five dollars a month you can change that at any time uh, visit my podbean homepage and click the link on the upper right hand side to keep the wisdom flowing on your cell phone is probably right there in front of you every little bit helps me this is my full-time work and i i honor you with this show as much as i can so i thank you for your appreciation for now may you stay well and at peace till next time we meet thank you sonia sonia said she's, it's been an awesome day it's been awesome today awesome you guys take care i'll talk to you talk to you next week